Hello and welcome to the media outreach of Faith Alive Ministries. For over 30 years, Faith Alive Ministries has continued to answer the call to teach God's people how to live in this world. This charismatic teaching ministry has current bases of operation in both Oklahoma and Arizona. We are honored to share the gospel in the northeastern Oklahoma prison system, as well as in church gatherings and evangelistic outreaches around the country. We believe the message you're about to hear will inspire and encourage you and empower you to live the abundant life God has for you. Join with us now as we receive from the Word of God. Are y'all ready for the Word? Boy, I sure am. You can hear me hear me wanting to get into this. I want to read from Psalms chapter 46 to start off tonight. And uh, I'm excited about tonight. I'm excited about how God is is real to us tonight, how he's with us and how much he loves us and, and what he wants for our lives. Jesus prayed, thy will be done on earth just like it is in heaven. Isn't that good? I totally believe in that. And the good thing about believing is Jesus said, if you believe, everything's possible. He took all the limits off of everything. He said, it's wide open now, so now if you can just believe it. So I love hearing the gospel preached. I love hearing about the goodness of God because it helps me to just expect God. Psalms 46 verse 1 says, God is our refuge and our strength. He's a very present help in time of trouble. Notice it says he's a very present help, that he's a now help, that his help is not tomorrow or next week, but his help is right now. Aren't you glad that you're, that you're with God right now and he's with you? I'm so glad I'm here right now. He's a very present help in time of trouble. There, that's why we will not fear. That's why we're not afraid, because he's with us. Even if we're dealing with something, something very hard for us right now, we're not afraid because we know he's with us, right? You know, I've been through some very hard things, and, and you know, and, and, you know, um, and, uh, you know, there's been times when people are just like, you know, they don't know what to say to you because they know it's really hard. And, 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 and I actually have said, you know, really, you don't, don't feel sorry for me. Feel sorry for someone that has to do this without Jesus. That's what I couldn't imagine. Because God is a very present help in time of trouble. And that's why we're not afraid. That's why we're not afraid of what might happen tomorrow. Because whatever it is, God's with us. And you'll say amen. It says, even though the earth is removed, even though the mountains would be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and are troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, verse 4, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. I believe uh, symbolically Revelation speaks of us as the city of God. He says, let me show you the bride, the, uh, the, uh, the bride's, uh, excuse me, the lamb's wife, the bride of Christ. And he says, I saw a city. And, and, this, and the, the streams of the river make glad the city of God. Uh, this is called, we call this our streams in the desert conference. That's what these meetings are called, streams. In the, and there is a river. And this, this river is the Spirit of God, and this Spirit of God, God with us, is what makes us glad, even though the mountains would be removed, and the earth is shaking, and things would happen all around, and you have to deal with the things of this old world. There's a, there's a river in us. There's a life. There's a strength. There's a resurrection in us that, that makes us glad in the midst of, of situations. Judy and I are so, are so glad in our life all the time that people think that we never have any problems. No, we have a lot of them, but there's a river that makes us glad anyway. Are y'all here? There's a joy that's not attached to the things of this world, and it puts us above the things of the world. It says, God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God will help her just at the break of dawn. 
The Lord of hosts is with us, verse 7. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Somebody say, he's with us. Is he with us tonight? Emmanuel, God with us. Look at that down there at verse 10. Be still and know. Know that I am God. I will be exalted above the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Verse 11, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. He's with us tonight. He is with us. I was preaching just uh, two or three months ago, I think it was, in a church on a Sunday morning. And um, during the praise and the worship, the music was, was wonderful. And um, people were, the choir was standing up singing like, like you all were a while ago. And, and I was, we were sitting off to the side. And I watched as they just began to get caught up in the worship. You like that? They got, began to get caught away in the worship. They just, you could see the, the, the joy starting to come on the faces as they were just worshiping. I was, I was, I was watching some of you as you were, as I was looking at you, sister, and you were up there singing. And I, I just thought, oh, goodness, she means every, every word of what she's saying here. She, you know, and, and, and these people were so, the joy started to come. And some of them were just smiling so big. And some of them were crying in joy. And, and you could just see they were all just totally aware of God with them right at that moment. And I knew that I knew some of their situations, and some of them had come in with problems. Some of them were praying for some of the situations that they were dealing with. And I, and, and I looked at them, and for that moment, for that moment, they had no problems. For that moment, there was no fear about how it's going to turn out. Because all they were aware of was God was good to them, and God was loving them, and they were enjoying that. Let me know what I'm talking about. You ever been like that? There was no fear. There was no shame about the situation. There was, now the situation was still out there. But for that moment, all of that faded away. And there was, they felt strong and they felt secure. They felt safe. They were aware of the reality of God with them and loving them in their life. And I was watching that and enjoying it. I'm getting ready to speak, and God told me what to say when I got up. And he said, what happens in those moments is that it's not that God came from somewhere else and came and and showed up and made us feel that. He said, they become aware of something that's true for them all the time. I'm with them. He didn't just come and be with them that moment but they became aware of it. Let I me mean, know what I'm talking about. Like the brother that was sharing a while ago, I just stay focused on Jesus. You become aware, right? God's been, God was with you yesterday, but you might not have been aware of it. You know, sometimes you get more aware of the problem. It gets overwhelming. But they were aware of it. And for that moment, everything was all right. And God had me to speak to the people and say, this is the now, this is the moment. This is the reality that I want my people to enjoy all of the time. This is the kingdom of heaven on earth. The reality, the awareness of knowing me and being aware of me and how much I care and how much I love them. And when you are, you don't have to try anymore because what happens is, you all know what I'm talking about, right? You just, you start feeling safe. Because I remember one time that song, Because He Lives, oh my goodness. I was pastoring 
back in the 90s, and man, we were just going through a, a crisis there. It was it was the closest. Like I, I didn't know. I mean, I was just I'd, I'd lay on the floor and just groan out to God, and it just seemed like it kept getting worse and worse. And and I didn't know. I didn't see how we were going to pull ourselves out of this. And 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 it was just so horrible. And I, I went to another city um, one night that was about a hundred miles away because. A famous speaker was going to be there. Most of you might know his name. I mentioned him, and, and I really liked him on TV in those days. And I thought, I'm going to go hear this man speak, and went to this church. And and uh, before the man came up, one of the songs they sang was, Because He Lives, I Can Face Tomorrow. And I didn't feel like I could face tomorrow. I didn't even, I didn't enjoy the prospect of waking up the next day. I didn't see how I could continue. And they sang that song, Because He Lives, I Can Face Tomorrow. I got caught up and aware that I was cared for and I was loved and I felt safe and I didn't know still how I was going to deal with all of this, but I knew that I was good, that I could go on. I knew I would be fine with God. I didn't know how, but I just knew because God was with me in that moment. I don't even remember what that famous preacher preached. I promise you, to this day, I could not tell you. All I remember about that big service and thousands of people were there, all I remember is that we sang, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. <laughs> and I did face tomorrow. I've been, that was a long time ago. I'm still here. <laughs> Amen. You can give God praise anytime you want. <laughs> and, and, and I became aware of that. I thought, this is so simple. God wants us to live in the now. You know, his name is, you know, in the Old Testament, they, they pronounce it Jehovah or Yehovah or something, you know, something like that. And, and, and it means to be or to exist. It, it's, it's a, it means now. It means I am. <laughs> he said, tell them I am has sent you. Not I'm going to be or I used to be, but I am because I'm a present help. See, and a lot of times we think that God's the God who used to do something or the God who's going to do something, but he's the God that's with us right now. You know that you're all that every moment you live, yeah, you can praise God anytime. It don't bother me at all. Don't clap and shout. I'm I'm wild if you let me be, you know. <laughs> but uh um it doesn't matter what's going on. God wants you to know to be in the now cuz all you've ever lived, every moment you've ever lived was always now. You've never lived in yesterday because when it was yesterday, for you it was now. Right, And when the sun comes up in a few hours, it's still going to be now. You're going to be right there, and it's going to be now. Huh? And God is only, only lives in the now. And that's, I think, one of the reasons Jesus would say, you know, don't be worried about what's going to happen tomorrow because I'm not in your imagination of how it's going to be. That's why sometimes people worry because, because it, you know, how is this going to turn out? How is it going to be? And, and, and it's like, then people start saying, it doesn't seem like God's in my situation. It doesn't seem like he cares. It doesn't seem like he, he's hearing my prayer. Why? Because we're becoming aware of something else that's not in our now. What's in your now is God's with you now. Emmanuel, God with us. Isn't that good? Woo, now. That means what you, whatever you'll ever need, you got it now. You got your healer now. He's in the house now. <laughs> Now, he's not going to heal you tomorrow. Your healer's here now. For that, you can get excited about tomorrow 
even though the mountains shake and the seas roar. Because of this, will not be afraid. I remember when I first got saved, it was in April of 1979. I was bound up up to that point with my addictions, my loose and wild lifestyle. And um, I was living by my house in a little shack of a house, not very clean, didn't have, I was, uh, uh, the job that I worked at, they were on strike, so I wasn't working, I didn't have any money, didn't have a very nice place to live, wasn't very happy, Situa- didn't, have, didn't have work, didn't have money, barely had a roof over my head. I went to church on a Sunday morning at a friend's invitation. And Jesus, I met Jesus that day, and he became my Savior and really the Lord of my life. When I, when I got up from praying that prayer, I mean, they had an altar, and I remember praying. And when I got up, I felt so loved. I mean, I, was, I had one of those kind of salvations where I've, I felt like I was clean. I felt like I was free from sin. I felt like the burden of sin was lifted from me. I felt like God loved me. I felt like I loved like everybody there. <laughs> I felt so good. I felt, I, I, I bet you at that moment, that right there at that moment, I was the happiest man on this planet. I didn't know I could feel so good. I've been trying, I've been working on getting the most high for years and years. Now I've met the most high. And I thought, there's nothing like this. And I, <laughs> you can praise him anytime you want, because right? <laughs> you're living in the now. But I was, for that moment, I was just, I just knew that God was with me, and it felt so good. Now, I was about to go home to that ugly little house. I was about to go home and still didn't have a job, still didn't really have any money, but I was the happiest man because God was with me. How many know what I'm talking about? There was, I found a joy inside me that didn't, wasn't attached to what was going on outside my life. It was about him. Now, about four years after that, or a few years later, now I've known the Lord for a few years. He's been good to me. I've walked with him. And I had a situation come up that I really needed God to answer. And uh, it wasn't getting better. It kept getting worse and worse. And I had, you know, had learned some teaching about standing on the word and speaking the word of God and standing on the promises and you know, and praying the right way. I'm doing all the things, and it doesn't seem like it's working. It's, and as time is going on, it's just not getting any better, and it just seems like it's not happening. It's like God's not answering, and God doesn't care. And, 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 and I remember now I'm working. I got a really good job for, for, a, guy, for a guy my age back then. I, had, I was now married, had a, had a baby, had a kid. I've got, I've got family who loves me. Lived in a much nicer house than what I had four years ago when I got saved. Now I've got money in my pocket. Now I've got a nicer house. Now I've got a very good job. And I'm mad. And I'm not having fun. And I'm not happy. And really, I was frustrated with God. And I was just like, and I remember throwing a fit while I was on the job. I got alone by myself. And I said, God, I said, I'm, I said You're, it's, it's, it's not true. It's not working. I'm standing on your word. I'm doing everything I know to do. 
I've given you my life. I said, and, and, and I've asked and I've prayed and, and, and I was like, and nothing's happening. And it's like, why should I even believe you? Why should I even follow you anymore? And I was like, why did I even get saved? That's a, four years ago, I was the happiest man in the world and I didn't have anything. Now I've got some stuff and I'm not happy. And, uh, you know, and then, of course, as the day went on, you know, I, I calmed down and apologized. And I said, God, I'm sorry. You know, I came back to my senses. And I said, God, I'm sorry. I don't understand this. I don't know why it's happening the way it is. But I do remember, you're, you're still the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I'm young. I'm just, I'm just going to keep my nose in this word. I'm going to keep learning. I'm just going to keep learning, and I'm going to get better at understanding. But between now and then, I'm just going to appreciate you. And what, what, watch what happened. See, I got mad and angry because I put my attention on, it was all about me. And when I shifted it back to God, I started get, feeling happy again. I started feeling joy. I started feeling secure again. I started feeling like it's going to be all right. I didn't know how, but I started feeling Safe again, secure. I felt like God had me because that's you can't help it. That's what happens when you put your attention on him. It just happens. When you're looking at him, when you're focusing on him, that's why he said that's why we don't fear. The fear just kind of, where did it go? It's gone. You still got reason to be concerned because the things are still happening. But you feel safe. Why? Because you're in him and he's with you. And, you're, and what happens is when you look at him, you start seeing the truth again. And you start seeing what a mighty God that I really do have, don't you? And faith just starts automatically happening because it's like he's so big, he's so good, he's so mighty, he's so willing, he's so able. And y'all hear me on that back row. <laughs> but I realized, you know, I looked back and I thought, it didn't have, it, it wasn't about the things that I had or the situation in my life, where my strength lied, where my joy lied, where the power was, was all about him. All I had to do every time, it just had to be about him. I remember one time, there was some time after that, and now I've been in church a while, and now I'm, 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 I'm preaching, you know, every now and then. In fact, and, uh, in fact, I believe I was an associate pastor now at this time. And, it, you know, it's, people just started coming against me, it seemed like. It seemed like there was quite a few people that just weren't liking me very much. And, uh, um, you know, I was always prided myself on not getting my feelings hurt, but come on, enough is enough. <laughs> and I I got hurt. And I just like, it, it, it hurt me really bad. And I got to, to where I, I'd come to church, and I used to just love singing worship. I would just stand there like this. Because I'm hurt, I've been done wrong, and everybody needs to see. But they've treated me bad. And I'd look over, and the ones who were the meanest to me, they would just be crying and getting blessed during the worship, and i just think, you fakes and phonies. God wouldn't bless you for after what you've done. <laughs> and they would, I remember one time we had a, a, a prophetic ministry, somebody that could really... Uh, you know, look into your life and tell you some things about you that he wouldn't know except God told him. And, he, and I remember 
uh, he was calling people people out, and he was saying these things that only God would know, and it was wonderful, and it was blessing him. And he called this particular people out, and I thought, oh, good. This guy is going to line them out. He's going to expose them right in front of everybody. <laughs> and he just, all he talked about was something about how how much God was pleased with him, how much he blessed him. And I thought, well, I thought he was a man of God. It's obviously he's a false prophet, you know. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, someone approached me one day in a worship service and said, said, God just told me that the reason that you've been persecuted by people is because you just want to follow God with your whole heart. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like God. What else did God say? And God says that he's not going to make it stop. In fact, you can expect more of it in the years ahead. And somebody clap. You can, I guess you can go ahead and praise God then too. <laughs> but you know what? It's what I needed to hear. I thought, of course. And I thought, what a baby I've been. And I had all my attention was on me all this time. It was on my situation and what people were doing. And it was affecting me. It made me sad. It made me angry. It made me, you know what? They were, they, were, they were enjoying the presence of God. I hadn't done anything wrong, I thought. They all did it all to me, and I'm the one that was suffering for it. <laughs> like God wasn't coming to me. He wasn't joining my party. I was inviting him, but he just wouldn't come to my pity party. <laughs> you know. Of course, the truth is he's always with us, but I'm not aware of him. And... Uh, so after that word was said, I just got came to my senses. It's like I turned my focus again. And it was like, oh, Lord, I've been looking at the wrong thing. I've been doing it all wrong. And I just automatically just started, you know, repenting of that. And, and, I, and I started feeling love for the people. I don't know if they ever did get it for me, but it didn't matter anymore. <laughs> because I came back to that now moment where God has, was with me, and it didn't matter. If God be for us, who can be against us? Come on. What kind of affliction? What kind of attack from people? What kind of money situation? What kind of family situation when God is that big? Now, see, all we're, we're saying things that we all know, but what we want to look at is that he's always right there, and all you have to do is be aware, and everything starts working and happening. Just be aware. That's, Jesus would say, just believe it. Just believe. Believe that I am with you. I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. And that's what, you know, I think sometimes in church over the years, we got to where we didn't think that. It was like, you know, we, we would ask God to come and be with us. We would ask God to be with us somebody when they travel and i appreciate the sentiment but the truth is uh, he's he's going to be there because he's there he's now he's gonna, always going to be with you he's going to be with you tomorrow if you have nothing but good things happen he'll be there if you have nothing but bad things tomorrow he'll be there and he's your best help and your best friend isn't he i remember in the, the late 80s i went to start a church down in titusville florida Nobody knew me, and went down there and started that church and got a storefront, um, rented some folding chairs. There was a can of yellow paint that was already in the building. I didn't have any money. <laughs> there was already a little can of yellow paint there, so I used that, 
and painted the name of my church, proud of my name. I called it Free Indeed Ministries. Pastor Rick Manis. It looked like Herman Munster had painted it. <laughs> but I'm ready for church. Man, now this, I'm, I've been called. It's finally, it's here. I got me a building. I got, got the chairs all lined out. Man, I got there, got my Sunday best on. I've been working on my first sermon that I'm going to pre- preach in this, in this church. I'm ready to go. Nobody comes. I've been there. <laughs> but you know what? I was young. I was new. I was, and, and you know, it didn't, it, I, I honestly, I honestly didn't feel a, a lot of disappointment because I knew God was with me. I just, I just knew it. I just like, okay, so they didn't show up this time. You know, this ain't the last service I'll ever have. <laughs> you know, it can only get better, right? So the next service, I'm there open for business. Put a little, had a little thing in the paper, letting the world know that I'm here. Everything's going to be all right now, you know? <laughs> You think it can only go up? Huh? It can stay the same. Nobody came. <laughs> Third service. Not one person walked through that door. But you know what I did all those three services? I prepared for a week. I preached. <laughs> I preached. I sweated. I jumped. I spit. I pounded. Well, I didn't even have a pulpit at the time. Pounded my Bible. And I preached. And I prophesied. And I prayed for the city. And afterward, I went out to lunch like you're supposed to do. I'm a pastor now. (laughs) Fourth service, two people showed up. We had revival. (laughs) But, you know, the point I want to make about this is I really wasn't discouraged. I was still, I was aware of God. I knew that God was with me in this. Now, if I didn't know that, then I've got problems. But I, I, it was, I was just too aware that it's okay. God is with me. I didn't understand why nobody came yet, but it's okay. God's with me. Are you, are you, are you listening to me? God was with me. Because he was with me, I automatically still had faith. I still felt strong. I still felt positive. The situation wasn't good at all. Nobody wants to come. I've packed up. I've uprooted. I've sold all. I've done everything I can to be here for these people that don't want me. <laughs> but I was aware, I was totally aware that God was with me in this. So it, I didn't, you know, if I wasn't, then what I would have done is said, well, I thought I heard God. It's obviously God's showing me that this ain't for me, at least not this time. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, I guess, you know, I, hey, I gave him a chance. It's time for me to shake the dust off my feet and just let him go, you know. But, I, I, you know, I didn't do that. I would have questioned my calling. I would have questioned my everything. But I was knew that God was with me. We were there nine years, saw over a thousand people come to the Lord in our, in our church. God had blessed it over the years. But it wasn't always good. Oh, a few years after that start, and it started to grow little by little and just kept, you know, adding to it. And now about three, four years later, we've got us a, a church building. We've got a wing of classrooms, and you know, and people are coming. And there's, you know, there's probably between 50 and 100 people in the church and got our Church, you know, our youth leaders, children's church, you know, got all that going on. And, and uh, got a little bit of a salary even coming in here and there. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I've got a real church going now. I ain't just pretending this is real. <laughs> and, and, and God was in, you know, God had done a lot of good things in our services. And, you know, people have gotten blessed in different ways. But I got to a point there in that, about that season where it wasn't growing anymore. In fact, I'd show up and it looked like, like, almost like how it was four years ago sometimes. Like, 
oh no, I'm going down instead of up. And it, it didn't get better for a while. And so I started getting sad. Started getting frustrated. Started getting mad. And I was trying. I was doing everything I can. I mean, I was, I was, you know, fighting everything I could think of in the spirit to try to make this thing grow. And nothing I was doing was working. <laughs> and uh, so I just, you know, I get upset and I feel like I just want to quit. And I was very, very serious. And I just thought, you know, I guess I'm done here. I'm thinking maybe I'm done here. Maybe, you know, I, you know, maybe I don't have what it takes. Uh, maybe I'm just doing something wrong. You know, maybe God's, you know, maybe I've done something that keeping God from blessing me. What I'm putting my hand to is not being blessed, and I'm just like getting angry and I'm frustrated. And I'm just like, you know, God, I'm just going to quit, and I just. I've got no more business being here. I'm not wasting my time with this anymore. My time is much more important than this. Yes, it is. You know. Thank God we grow up, don't we? <laughs> the longer we stay in this, the better it gets, really, if you, if you stay aware. And um, I really felt like I heard the Lord speak to me. He said, where's, where's that boy who preached to nobody four years ago? <laughs> I was happy. I was excited. Nobody came. Finally, two people came. Man, I was happy. I felt so blessed. I felt so anointed. I felt so, you know, so called of God. And there was nobody coming. Had a little skinny building, 17 feet wide. Didn't even have a pulpit to put my Bible on. Didn't have any. I always started with nothing. Had folding chair. Didn't have music. Didn't have nothing. And I was happy. I felt blessed. God was with me. Everything's good. I'm excited. Four years ago, now I got everything. And I'm mad and I'm sad. Because it's not about the things. It's about God in the now. Are y'all here? And, 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 and I see so many, so many times my brothers and sisters, we, we, we struggle because we look at those things and that's not what it's about. See, you know, a lot of times, and understand, here's, here's what happens. This kingdom of God happens. It manifests from the inside out. But he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness see that become aware of that and all these things will start you'll start seeing them being added you start seeing things happen that's where you start seeing healing happen in your bodies that's when you start seeing blessing happen in your life and in your family and in your in, in your it just starts happening automatically because that's how god is he's not waiting for us to find the right combination and that's just how i am he says just be aware of me look at me focus on me put your attention on me that's all we've got to do. This is so simple. But, but, but because we look at what's going on, we judge things by that and think, well, well maybe God's not with me. Maybe, maybe I'm doing something wrong. And maybe God's not hearing my prayers. Maybe I'm not praying right. Oh, I've been through all of that. You know, trying to get God to move. You know, one teacher would come through and say, well, prayer is the key. You know, you got to pray an hour a day. So I'm doing it. I'm praying an hour a day and still trying. And then another preacher says, no, one hour don't cut it. You got to pray two hours a day. You know, and somebody even had pray the tithe, 2.4 hours a day. I did it. You know, I was going, to, I wanted it to work. Then I said, then somebody else would come through and it was, no, it's worship. That's the key. And he pointed to all the verses and they worship Jesus. And then Jesus answered. And I'm just like, okay, so it's worship. And I just started worshiping and I loved worshiping. But then somebody else came along and said, you know, uh, you know, David said seven times, will I praise thee? And I thought, well, no wonder I've only been doing it six, you know? 
and you're trying to get God to, sh- to show up. You're trying to get God to move. And the whole time he's like, I'm here before you call on me. I'll be there. And, 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 but I wasn't aware of it because I was more aware of the things and they weren't changing sometimes. And, um, and a lot of times we get, and here the, here's where the meat of this will come right now, is that we get distracted by trying to get the things around us to change when it changes by us being aware of God. Remember when Jesus came, see, here's why a lot of people missed Jesus when he came on the earth. Because they expected him to change the circumstances. Does God change circumstances? Absolutely. From the inside out, just believe on me. Don't be concerned. What am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? What am I going to wear? He says, because your father knows you need him. So put your attention on him. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And we did do that when we got Jesus. Look at that. All these things come at it. Judy and I are very, very blessed. And, and it's so simple. It's just God is just good to us. He's so good, good that it's almost embarrassing. But he just is. And sometimes we just said, it doesn't seem fair because so many people are suffering. But the truth is, he's the same to everybody. All we got to do is just be aware of him, and you start seeing things. Now, but understand that it's not from the outside first. They thought that Jesus was going to come, that the Messiah, the Christ would come, and he would change everything else. They thought he was going to, going to take over where Rome wouldn't be over them anymore, that he would overthrow the Roman Empire, that the Pharisees thought he would come and get all the sin out of Israel, and, and all, all these things they were looking for him to do because they wanted him to change the situation because they thought if you can just change these things that are happening that are oppressing us, then we'll be happy. Then it'll be like the kingdom of God on earth. And they got disappointed because Jesus didn't fix all those things they wanted fixed. He fixed their hearts. Hmm? Now, did the things change? Yeah, Rome fell. Hmm. It got better. The things, things changed, but it came for the hearts, didn't he? Because he said the kingdom, one time they asked him, they said, well, when will you establish your kingdom in the earth? When will we see it all get better around here? He said the kingdom of heaven doesn't come that way. He said the kingdom is within you. Yeah. my strength and my joy and my, my, my happiness, I found that didn't have anything to do with the things around me, with my situation or my circumstances. It was always him. He's our joy, isn't he? And that's why you're strong. And, think, and people ask, as I mentioned it this afternoon, people ask, don't you guys ever come under attack? Don't you guys ever have any problems? Oh, yes, we do. We're dealing with a couple of biggies right now, or at least one biggie right now. Because your mind has stayed on him, he keeps you in that perfect peace, and it makes us look strong, but it's really about him, isn't it? In all those situations, it all changed when I got my mind just back on him. That's all I had to do. You see, in the Garden of Eden, where all the hell on earth came in was right there with that fall of man. When we decided that we wanted that knowledge of good and evil so we could 
put it all on us, that we wanted it to be about us. We had paradise. before that. We had heaven with God, in a sense. There was no death. But we decided to make it, let it be about us, and we put it on us. And today, now that we've been, Jesus has brought us into his kingdom, We're in the place of life, and all we have to do, whenever we're aware of it, we enjoy it. We enjoy that faith. We enjoy, faith is easy when you see him, when you're looking at him, isn't it? You don't have to try to believe God when you're looking at him. When you're looking at all the hell that's going on around us, then you have to try to believe that this is going to change, that this is not going to be that way. And all that. But when you're aware of him, you know that you know that you know I'm in the place. I'm with him where everything is fine. Everything is fine. That's where it's at. Tonight, for you, you're in the best place you can be. You are in the most safe, secure place because you're with him. Are you hearing me? And in this place that we're in, like Adam in the Garden of Eden, we can experience the paradise of having no fear and no shame because it's all about the one that we're aware of. Or we can be aware of our situation and say, we're too naked, we're too, too many things to be afraid of, too many things to be ashamed of. And when we do that, that's when our experience becomes like a hell on earth, then that's when you have torment. That's when you can't sleep at night. That's when you're worried. That's when you're sure you're going to die. That's when it doesn't seem like your kids are ever going to get better. That's when it just gets so fearful, so tormenting, so painful. But there is a river, him, the Spirit of God, who makes glad the city of God, though the mountains Shaken though the seas roar. Because of him, we will not be afraid. You guys seeing this? It is that simple. Just remember him. Judy was given communion the other night, and I loved what she brought out, something I don't hear so much of. But she said, he said that as often as you do this, remember me. Just remember me. When you're in your situation, remember him, please because he's with you. And you don't have to pray that God will be with you. He's with you. And don't pray that God will do something in the future necessarily because he's with you now. And he's an ever-present help in time of trouble. And it's God who's in you, and he's working in you, causing you to will and do his good pleasure. And when you're aware of that, in fact, some of you, I think, might be feeling it right now. You start feeling everything's fine, everything's good, he's with me. I was talking yesterday about how Jesus said, I won't leave you comfortless. I will come to you. You'll have the helper, the Holy Spirit. And you'll never be without help. When the doctor gives you a bad report, you've still got help. And you've got help that's bigger than anything else. Hmm? 
And when it looks like your kids are, are just going to get worse and not instead of better, you've got help here tonight. You've got the one who cares. You've got the one who loves you. He cares about your body. He cares about your situation. He cares, and he's with you, and he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Would you all stand up? How y'all doing tonight? Glad you're saved. Mm. Oh, how I love Jesus. I mean, I do. <laughs> you know, I used to try to love him. But now that I'm aware of him, I can't help it. <laughs> you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right for the rest of all eternity. <laughs> Think of that. You've already seen the most hell you're ever going to see. <laughs> it's just going to get better for you because you're just going to see him more and be more aware. Father, right now, I thank you. Father, thank you for your people tonight. Thank you for speaking to us and being in the midst of our lives and our situation right now. Thank you for being with us. And those who came and their world is shaky around them. There's reason for concern or fear. Those carrying pain. Those carrying regret from the past. Let it be known that God's with you now and God loves you now. No wonder there's no condemnation. Right this very moment you're loved. Right this very moment the word of God speaks to your heart. Right this very moment all is well. It is well. It is well, says the Lord. It is well with you and your body. If you've got sickness or pain or disease right now, and you believe tonight, you believe in that one who's the healer, you believe in him, then would you lift both hands up right now? Right now. Right now. Because God's with you now. Right now, no more pain. Why not you? Why not here? Why not now? God's with you now. Let all disease just be reversed in the presence of your God right now. Let all the pain begin to fade right now. Let the arms and the legs loosen up right now. Let the chest feel good and let it begin to breathe. Breathe. Life, life is with you now. Life is with you now. Healing is in your body tonight. The healer is with you. Oh my goodness. The healer. <laughs> the healer. The restorer. The one who came and said, it's so hard to have peace with what I've been dealing with. I'm so concerned. The lover of your soul, your helper, the one who's bigger than all of these, with you right this moment. And he'll be with you in every moment from here on out. He'll be with you when you walk through it all. Oh, the healer. The healer. Oh, the healer. The healer. Now, 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 now. Not a better time to enjoy the healer right here, right now. 
not a better time to enjoy the joy giver right here, right now. The peace giver right here, right now. The strength giver right here, right now. With him in your life, you're so big. And the things of this world just grow strangely dim. The pain face. The symptoms of, of sickness, disease, and pain begin to fade away. Healing happens in this place. Healing happens in this place of now with God. Now are we in Christ Jesus. Now is he with us. Now is the name of the Lord. Now he's a help in time of trouble. Now! <laughs> See, then you start to feel like you're in heaven with God. That's when you begin to comprehend just a little bit of what it's like to be with him in heavenly places. Because you're with him. What can this world do? I'm with God tonight. I'm with God tonight and he's with me. I will not fear. I'll not fear that thing that came to my body. I'm with God tonight. I'm with God tonight. And I will always always forever be with God how y'all doing anybody here that you said when, you, when we started I had I had pain in my body and it's already gone is there anybody like that wave your hands Woo! wonderful <laughs> wonderful isn't God good he's your healer now he's your healer now he's your healer now you're never going to have a moment you're never going to have a day when you're not loved by God who knows everything and loves us. You're not ever going to have a moment that you're not going to be with God who wants nothing but the best, the good for you. The best. He says, this isn't hard, my child. Just look at me. Just remember me. Just please, just remember me and let it be so. Just remember me. God bless you guys. Enjoy the love of God. If I can give you a homework assignment after I leave here tonight, I would say live loved for the next year until I see you again. <laughs> Just be loved and enjoy God. In the easy times and in the tough, enjoy God. This is the power. This is the secret to life. I love you guys so very much. I'm so, it goes by too fast for me. So good to be with you all. I believe in you. If you could see what I see, and I think some of you do, you'd be excited about you right now. <laughs> Isn't that good? Okay, Pastor, I'm just going to give it to you. Give the Lord a praise. It's okay. good wasn't it now I'm going to keep reminding at least the congregation here I think every Sunday we're going to um, uh, Kristen I have an assignment for you I want a PowerPoint slide that goes up at the beginning and end of every service live loved live loved will you can do that for me I know you can
a piece of cake. <laughs> and speaking of cake, <laughs> that worked. We're going to celebrate a couple of birthdays here in a little bit. Today is Melanie's birthday. And uh, Rick's was, is, what? Yesterday. But we didn't forget it. We just choosing to do it. Yours is always now. All right. So come in and join us for for some refreshments and a piece of cake and probably some ice cream. Um, I turned the light around over here by the table where Rick and Judy are. Uh, there's some books. The material is worth the price. So come and get some. Help them out. They don't need to be flying this stuff back to Florida. <laughs> um, you have to leave what? Tomorrow. Yeah, this you have to leave tomorrow. So uh, till next year. And uh, officially, we will do this again if the Lord doesn't come and you are invited. Okay? Praise God. I was in taking care of some business, so I, I didn't catch everything, but I caught enough to know it. You know, what we need to know. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we're shifting. There, there is a shift. We have spent too long on the law side of the word. Too long on the commandment side. Too long on the negative side. As, as Those of you that missed this afternoon, Rick was talking about some of these, along some of the same lines, the now, the, and, and the fact that God loves us. And there is this idea that the Apostle Paul said, awake unto righteousness and sin not. So how come we keep preaching about sin? <laughs> Let's just preach about Jesus. Preach Christ. If we have to mention sin, we preach Christ crucified. Because he ended the sin problem. Mankind does not have a sin problem anymore. Now, that's going to that's gonna shake up some theological thoughts. And we were talking at, at dinner tonight that, you know, that's the reason I can say some bold things that shake people up because I know where I got it. But mankind does not have a sin problem. Mankind has a believing problem. If there's a problem, it's a problem believing and receiving what Jesus has already done. And when we get that right, <laughs> watch out, devil, we're, we're destroying the works. And folks, don't forget it. I, oh, boy. We're told we were created. Our, our confessions say we were created to praise the Lord. To worship him. Where do we get that in the scripture? We were created to be one with him. We were created to rule and reign with him. 
We were created to have a relationship with him. We were created for him to live in us and do his work through us. And out of that relationship comes praise and worship. But God is not so egotistical that he sat up there in the throne and he had to think, well, I got to create this creature to worship me. God is not on his own mind. He doesn't even think about himself. He thinks about us. So quit thinking about yourself and begin to concentrate on him. Think about him, not you. You know what, what, why the devil puts pain on us? It's kind of hard to ignore it when it hurts. Because he wants you thinking about you, not thinking about your healer. He wants you thinking about you when you mess up, not thinking about the one that's already redeemed you. I'm just, I, 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 if you think I'm out of line, well, forgive me, but my name is Pastor Lloyd Maryhew. And Faith Alive Fellowship is the church I pastor, so I'm taking my liberty. <laughs> all right? We love you all. Thank you for coming. Don't be strangers. Now that you know how to get here, come again. <laughs> Um, but do join us. We bless you in the name of Jesus. We send you forth with his. That concludes our message. This message is copyrighted by Faith Alive Ministries and may not be reproduced for commercial or resale purposes. Duplication by individuals for the purpose of sharing the gospel is permitted. However, this copyright notice must accompany all copies made. For additional information and teaching resources, please write to Faith Alive Ministries, P.O. Box 321, Prior, Oklahoma, 74362. Or you may visit our website at www.faithalivefellowship.net. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.